0: Hey, Serial Progress Seekers, do you have an idea for a podcast like this one, but have no idea where to start? What if I told you that you could create your own high quality audio and video podcasts for under $150? The Serial Progress Seeker podcast team has put together a comprehensive guide that includes a breakdown and links to all of the audio equipment, video equipment, and software you need to get your podcast started immediately. And to say thank you for supporting the Serial Progress Seeker podcast, we're offering this guide to you free. To get your free podcast production guide, simply visit serialprogressseeker.com slash podcast to get started today.
1: This episode of the Serial Progress Seeker podcast is brought to you by Carbon Copy. Is it taking way too long to get the traction you want on your social media platforms? Listen, you're not alone. This is a huge roadblock for businesses trying to grow all over the world, and you need social media to help you grow. That's why I want to introduce you to Carbon Copy, our secret to getting explosive growth and attracting influencer-level engagement to your social media platforms. Carbon Copy is a collection of professionally designed content templates that will position your brand for success and put a global audience within your reach. You select a template, make a few changes to fit your brand, and you've got a professionally designed social media post ready to go. To leverage our world-class design team so that your brand looks like your favorite social media influencers, go to Serial Progress Seeker forward slash carbon copy right now and follow the prompts. That's SerialProgressSeeker.com forward slash carbon copy.
0: All right, I've got a question for you. Do you want to be a millionaire? What's up, guys? Marshall here, and I swear I just heard the most resounding yes ever, right? Of course, we'd all love to be millionaires. We'd love to be famous or at least, you know, renowned and respected in what it is that we do. And the reason I know that is because here at Serial Progress Seeker, we get questions all the time like, how do I get there? Or what should I expect Along the way. So, to answer questions like that, we thought it was actually a perfect time to reach back into our archives of this particular podcast and let you listen in as Ben explains some extremely specific things that you can actually do to prepare for on your way to that millionaire status. Welcome to episode 96 of the Serial Progress Seeker podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Serial Progress Seeker Podcast, where we share blueprints for building an unconventional life. Each week, we conduct expert interviews, talk strategies, and share advice for escaping the nine to five and building a life where you are free to do what you want, when you want, with whom you want, all while making an excellent living. Okay, Serial Progress Seekers, let's get started with the show. You want to be a millionaire? A lot of people do, uh, but most people have no clue how to possibly get there with what they're doing, and that's pretty common. So if you're in a place where you don't know how to get to that point point, that's something that you want to do, don't worry. Uh, there are people out there that do know how to do it, and you can follow them. And as a matter of fact, I happen to be one of those people, and today I want to walk you through it, and it all comes down to something I call the eight mountains, and the reason they're called mountains is because what I'm about to walk you through is... In the next little bit, it's not going to be easy, any of them. But if you start to understand these eight mountains and you apply it to your life, you're going to be able to see some amazing things. So, if you're looking for a roadmap, this is it. This is the one that's going to put you in the driver's seat of your business and your career. Now, I warn you before we get into this today, what we're about to go through may piss you off a little bit, it may make you feel as if you've been going down the wrong path for a while. And I know that because I went down those same set of emotions. But I'm going to teach you exactly what I've gone through to get to the place that I am today. So you want to be a millionaire or just really successful in business? Learn to climb these eight mountains. Now, you may want to know where I got these. Uh, These are not something I just made up on the fly. This is stuff that I have had to claw my way through over the years. And I really mean that. Claw my way through to both learn these things, but also to really embrace the challenges of each of these eight mountains. And not only has it been something that I've had experience with, but I've been lucky enough to have a lot of really good friends that are entrepreneurs that have had to go through this same stuff. Now, let me tell you, I've got a lot of friends that are more successful than me. I've got a lot of friends that are less successful than me in terms of business. I'm not talking about relationships. I'm not talking about family stuff. I'm just saying that when it comes to business, these are the things that I have gone through, some of which I am still working on improving. And then these are the things that I've watched a lot of other people go through on their path to becoming extremely successful. So That's what we're going to go through. So I'm going to go through each of these things, walk you through each of them, and hopefully this gives you a really, really good perspective on what you need to be focusing on as you go through this. So let's dive into these eight mountains that you need to climb, and I hope that this resonates with you and you can apply it to your business immediately this week. Okay, so let's get into it. Of the eight mountains, this is number one. Number one is... The thing that you probably already have in place. But if you don't have in place, this is extremely important. Mount number one is becoming a nerd for something in a big way. Now, what I mean by that is putting in your 10,000 hours of really becoming an expert on something, really becoming good at something. So, whether you are a guitar player, uh, <laughs> or you are a marketing person, or you are a carpenter it's really about becoming extremely skilled and knowledgeable in something. Now, the hard part for most people with this is they tend to aim their business or they tend to aim something they're getting into at something that they think can make them a lot of money. And that is a difficult way to sustain yourself over time. And if you are in a job right now that uh, you don't particularly enjoy, maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you are one of the lucky few that has a hobby that you make money with or has a hobby that you get to experience outside of your job that you absolutely love, you've probably realized that you've put in countless hours of research into this gig. Now, the example that I'll give you is this. When I was in, in my chiropractic office way back, this is like 10 years ago. It's actually before that. It's about 15 years ago before I was even in a chiropractic office. I remember sitting down in front of a computer and stumbling onto people doing marketing and how that marketing was affecting what they were doing. I actually got into it way before that with trying to promote a band. I thought that I was into music and performing music live. I was actually more into the marketing that was behind it. And so, what I started to find out is every single free moment that I had, I was researching how to get the word out, how to get exposure, how to really put whatever my product was in front of people. You know, it started off uh, as me and a band putting out uh, music that probably wasn't that great. Uh, But it got decent reception because we had such marketing behind it. But the idea was over time, I learned to be at least proficient in marketing because I read so much. I had this appetite for it that was unreal. Now, right now, you're sitting there listening to it, and there's probably something that you have that appetite for. And whether you think there's any money in it or not, dig into it. And if you're not really digging into something because you think there's no future, you think there's no revenue in it, Let me go ahead and tell you that uh, there absolutely is. There's just about anything out there. uh, If you decide that you are really, really good, going to be good at something and you go in and you put in your 10,000 hours and you climb mountain number one, which is probably the longest term of the process of all the mountains. But if you put in that work, you can be like me. You can teach it to other people and you're not teaching it on a one-to-one basis. You can teach it online and make a lot of money that way. One of the core things that I've done to make money over the past few years is is something you'll learn more about me as we go through this is I have learned to turn that skill that I became a nerd for into something that not only I apply to my own businesses, but that I teach. But you can't do any of that stuff until you've climbed mountain number one, which is becoming a nerd for something, which means really knowing the ins and outs of it, getting your hands dirty and really making it a part of you. And that's the thing. When someone thinks of you, they should really think of this. It's because it's all you want to talk about. It's all you want to do outside of the normal day-to-day stuff that you have to do. And so mountain number one is probably, as I said, the one that takes the longest amount of time to start to climb and to climb because it is. It's putting in 10,000 hours into something. It's becoming a nerd for something in a big way. But once you do that, then you can move on to the next mountains. And that's where we get into mountain number two. Mountain number two is learning how to make a little money with the thing that you're a nerd for. Okay, so learning how to make money with it. Now, as I said a few minutes ago, this one was tough for me. And when I first started becoming a nerd for marketing, my whole gig was using that to grow my chiropractic office. And then it was using that to grow the businesses that had hired me to help them with their marketing. And that was great. I was making a decent amount of money with that. Um, But what ended up happening is, I realized that I was so knowledgeable at some of the stuff that you know I could start to talk about it. And people would pay me to learn about something that I had learned and applied in my own business or with my clients. And so the idea is I learned how to make a little money with it over the top of just you know doing it. So that, that's the idea is you've really got to get to a point with whatever you're doing that you understand there are other people that are passionate about what you're doing are passionate about what you can offer. Maybe you're a great guitarist. They want to hear you. But the, the idea is there's people out there that will take that expertise that you have and they will look at that and say, I want a piece of that. And I love how you convey that knowledge. Can you teach me? So about number two is you've got to learn how to make money with the thing that you've you know learned how to do in <laughs> number one. And for a lot of people, that's, that's the disconnect. They never get past this one because they don't understand there's a whole world of people out there. And with the internet, people will pay you every single day, just about I buy something from someone that's teaching something. Just today, I bought something from someone, and this is just a fun example, that was a musician that had learned how to sort of Work the Spotify algorithm to get their music out there to more people. And, you know, just something they put in a ton of time learning and experimenting with. And instead of me having to go learn it the hard way, I bought something from them. And so, even though, you know, they're a musician, they had learned how to take one little part of what they were doing as a musician to be successful. And they decided to teach it to other people. And so, mountain number two is you've got to learn how to make a little money with it by selling to many people. And that's the idea. And it may not just be teaching it, but that is a path that I think is out there for everybody. So that's mountain number two. Mountain number three is learning the one thing that actually brings results. And this stacks on top of what we've already learned in mountain number one and mountain number two when you have to climb it. Climbing mountain number three is of everything that you have to do um, in your field. Everything that you have to do in your set, Interest, what's the thing that actually brings results to your bank account? Now, now what I mean by that is this, and this is just a good example. When I first started, you know, with this marketing thing, it helps my business, it helps clients, and I kind of learned how to, you know, do some things with clients. But the thing that really brought me results is when I would take what was in my head that I knew how to do, like maybe getting attention on Facebook, right? That was one of the things that I've always been incredibly good at. And people wanted to know how I did that. And so one of the things that really worked out for me that was big is I learned that if I would write this stuff down and put it into a PDF or record a video about it and put it out there to people, that people would buy it from me. And so very early on, I climbed out number one, I was a nerd for something. I learned how to make a little money with it. But then I started to say, okay, I was was throwing all this stuff up against a wall, trying to learn how to make money with it. But what I ended up finding out was there were only one to two things that were the most consistent parts of making money with it. So what I figured out was this. When I learned this marketing stuff and I was writing it down, putting it on a PDF or recording a video about it, I could put it behind a buy button and people would pay me for it. When they paid me for it, their information would go on to a list. And so I'd have their email address. And every time I created something new, I could send it to that email list because they were interested in this stuff and they would buy something else from me. And so, you know, it sounds like business is complicated. But the one thing that I learned very early on is I make money by taking really cool things that I've experimented with that work, packaging them up and writing an email about it and sending people to a page that explains it, but also where they can buy it. So the thing that really got me was I'm good at coming up with things that work but that doesn't make me a whole lot of money cuz then it's just you know then it's just my business or someone else's business but what happens when i teach it to other people and that's when i learned that mountain number 3 the one thing that actually makes me a lot of money is after i prove something package it up and then send it out to a group of people and you know new people will get exposed to it every time of course also and they go on the list too and then I understood that I could perpetually sell cool things that I was doing that worked to people and my list would keep growing of customers. But also when that list of new customers grew, uh, I would also have a, you know a bigger list that I could send new things to. So really the one thing, mountain number three, the one thing that actually brings the results consistently is me communicating with my list and you know, people that have already bought for me and communicating new things that I was doing. If I did that over and over again, I could do some big things. So if that doesn't make 100% sense, feel free to hit me back. But what I figured out is of all the things that I was doing in my business, I make the most money when I focus the most on writing an email to my list, putting a post on Facebook about something new that I'm doing. And that's how my business has grown. Okay, so that's mountain number three. I hope that by the way, you're following this so far, and it's coming together. If it doesn't make sense yet, it may just be because you haven't been through some of this stuff yet, and that's okay. But I want to give you the path all the way through, even if it doesn't make sense yet. So let's keep going. Mountain number four is this. There was a point in my business where, <laughs> you know, it became clear that I couldn't do everything on my own. You know, once your business starts to grow, you have customer service, you have, you know, technology things that you've got to do. You've got, you know, to create graphics, you've got to, you know, you got to do all these kinds of stuff, right? So, mountain number four is learning to scale what you're doing. And what this involves is taking your hands off the pieces of it. The best example I can give you is this is when I first, you know, when I was still a chiropractor, but I was creating these products about things that we were doing in our chiropractic office or in my digital agency where I was helping other businesses, and I was teaching about it. But I was building the membership site. I was building the sales page. I was writing all the emails. I was creating the course you know, with the videos and processing the videos and all those things. I was doing customer support. And all of this stuff, if you think about it, um, I really didn't need to do all of it. But as I said in Mount Number 3, there's one big thing that I really did that brought in a lot of the money. And this other stuff, I could not produce at what I, at the level that I needed to if I was having to do all of it. So... Mount number four that I had to really learn, and I'm still learning to this day and still trying to improve this part, is being able to take my hands off pieces and trust other people to do those pieces for me, which, is, which means hiring people. So mount number four is learning to scale it with people. And hiring a good group of people to take this off of your plate. And this is not easy. This is hard because in the beginning, when you're first learning to climb mountain number four and you're bringing people on to do this stuff, you start to realize that it takes longer to teach people to do something the way you want it done than it does to actually do it yourself. And you'd rather just do it. And that gets people in a lot of trouble because they won't take the time. But you know, if you continue to do this and you continue to be extremely diligent with teaching people um, you get there, especially if you have the right kind of people. So a little tip here is one of my things is when I bring somebody on, we typically don't bring them on as an employee at first. We hire them as a contractor and we give them 90 days to learn the process and get good at a process we built for them. And then after that, after 90 days, you can bring them on a little more full time, a little more guaranteed. Uh, but But also you start to get people that uh, either they fit into the role that you've put them in or they don't. And if they fit, they really fit. They can grow into something bigger. But the the big point here is mountain number four is the first three mountains, it's about you. It's about what you can do and what you can produce and the time that you can put in and, and you know, sort of you doing the heavy lifting. If you want to get to, you know, the point where you're making a lot more money, you have to bring people on who can take the, some of the pieces off of your plate. Now, just to give you a little aside here. This was the game changer for me. Now, number four, I was doing everything in my business. And the first person that I hired was a customer support person. They didn't know customer support by any means. But I hired them on to go in and answer emails, answer, you know, Facebook messages, support tickets in our help desk, uh, which is, by the way, just an online place where people submit, hey, I need help with something. And the very month that I did that... The income in our business increased by ten thousand dollars. I think we were making five to ten thousand dollars before we brought someone on, and we jumped up to twenty a month, just like that—twenty thousand a month in revenue, just because I didn't have to do customer support anymore, and I had more energy to put into the things that were really moving the needle for us. Okay, so from there, you just sort of hire from after that. So that's four of it. We're, we're halfway there, and let me tell you, once you sort of get to here, just to give you sort of a you know my experience with the revenue. Once I got to the fourth mountain, this was the point to where we were starting to bring in twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars a month. Right. Uh this was big. And you know, another big thing uh that was big here is we we really had help at this point. And that's big. That's absolutely big in that, you know, we were able to scale ourselves in a big way because we had help. Okay, so from there, uh, I would I would have to say that the next big one is probably one of the hardest for most people, which is learning to charge what you're worth. okay? So learning to charge what you're worth is a huge, huge thing. Right around this time, I started to learn, after I had brought someone on, that I had started to learn how to charge what I was worth. Okay. And what I mean by that is before this, I was charging probably at a discount because I just wanted people to buy. I just wanted people to buy. And I just wanted to see that it worked. And by after I proved that it worked, once I started charging what my product was worth, because I was a craftsman and I was somebody that was putting real work into it. That's when things got a lot easier because people were willing to pay that amount the whole time. It's just that I wasn't charging for it, and the funny thing is, is once I learned to charge what I was worth, and a lot of that comes with just experience and understanding the market, and you have to you have to put in the time to understand that. But mountain number five is learning to charge what you're worth, and you know sometimes you have to test it, saying, okay, you know, I don't know if they'll pay three hundred dollars for something that I would have charged you know thirty for it before, but we have to try it. And if you think that you're going to grow, you have to put that out there and you have to try it. And you know, at this point, I know that what I'm doing is worth the prices that I'm charging. It's worth a lot more than that. But that was a big key for me. Okay, so that was mountain number five. Mountain number six is a difficult one for a lot of people. It's still very difficult for me to this day. Mountain number six is really learning something important, which is to say no. Um, When you start to make a splash, when you're starting to make more money doing these things that... You know you're good at, and you've got a team behind you. You're going to have more people, you're, especially when you're making more money, because you're have more people realizing what's going on, and they want to partner with you. You can get really distracted with all the opportunities because when you start making money, what you start to realize is is the opportunities start flying at you. It's funny when you have no when you when you're not skilled at anything, and you haven't climbed those early mountains. Nobody's really throwing opportunities at you, but it's like the the more you do in terms of generating income and and bringing value to the lives of other people out there with your business, the more people are going to start throwing opportunities at you, the more you'll see opportunities and more paths you can go down because the world starts to open up. And the real key thing here, and this is a hard one, it's a very hard one, is learning to say no, because not every opportunity, no matter how great it can be, um, not every opportunity is great just for the simple fact that it will distract you from your core mission, which is what you're trying to do in your business. And for me, my my core business has always been, how do I help someone to get away from a job that they don't like and help other people to grow their businesses or to go directly to a business and say, how can I help you to stop having to do things you don't want to do? And we can help you do them for you. And so, how can you become more passionate about what you're doing in life and make more money doing it? Right. And that, That's always been my big thing: is how can I help someone to make more money in their life so they can actually enjoy their life more? And you know, it, that that one's a big one: is learning to say no. So, six mountains in. That's that's what we've got so far. Mountain number seven is very interesting. This is probably the hardest thing, um, and one of the ones that I'm still really grappling with. Today is learning how to protect yourself and how to pay yourself. Now, a lot of this has to do with having lawyers and accountants. <laughs> and this is tough for a lot of people out there because they want to do everything themselves. But listen, if you're really skilled at something, you know, that mountain number one that we were talking about earlier, climbing that and learning a skill. If you're really skilled at something and passionate about something, you can learn accounting. And, and I listen, please go learn accounting, learn as much legal as you can, but you can't be your own lawyer. You can't be your own accountant and be as focused as you need to be on growing a business. And that's why it's really hard to become a millionaire if you're your own accountant. <laughs> because it takes time and it takes brain power. And that brain power can be devoted to something else. So mount number seven is learning to protect yourself and how to pay yourself. And the key is is a lot, a lot of times in business, even when you become successful, it's really hard to pay yourself because I mean you'll pay yourself a salary, you'll pay yourself a certain amount, but it's hard to stick money back because you want to reinvest it in the business. And, and one day you look up and realize that everything you reinvest into the business, you're not paying yourself appropriately. So you have to get good at that, but you've also got to have accountants that can help you to make sure that you're paying your taxes the right way and you're not getting um, screwed. Uh, there, there's times that I've had to double up on taxes for a year and it was you know almost catastrophic because we didn't have good people to take our taxes and, and do it the right way. And, and I'll say this, it's about holding your lawyer and your accountant's Um, accountable to. So having meetings every so often so you can make sure that you understand what they're doing, not one, two meetings a year. And and that's really important. Mountain number seven is all about learning to protect yourself and how to pay yourself. Now, I say this, I can teach you all this, but a lot of it has to actually be lived. But I figure if you have the mountains in front of you and you know what you've got to climb, you at least know the experience you've got to go get. So let's get into number eight. And this is the big big one at the end. Um, This is Mount number eight is all about learning how to leverage your earned money to pay you while you sleep. Okay, So really to pay you while you're sleeping, um, it, it's, it's big. You've got to have assets, not staff necessarily, but assets that pay you. Now, this may be taking money that you've earned in your passion project and investing it in real estate. Maybe it's putting it into the stock market. Maybe it's doing like what I do a lot of times, which is taking a chunk of money and building a piece of software like a SaaS, um, a software as a service, that is going to pay me on a monthly basis going forward. And so instead of me having to continually go build something, I build one thing that people will pay me for access to month after month. And so it becomes kind of like a rent house um, or a you know, someone where somebody's paying me rent, or a billboard where somebody's paying me rent to have it every month because of uh, what it does. And so, mountain number eight is learning how to take the money that you're, you know, <laughs> learning how to pay yourself in mountain number seven. But mountain number eight is how do you learn to leverage your earned money and to pay you while you sleep? Now, there's a lot of people out there that want to help you with this, but but I I encourage you go find someone um, that can help you to invest your extra money. And remember, by the time you get to mountain number eight, you have extra money. If you're not, you know, past the first three mountains, you won't have any extra to invest. So none of all this is sort of a mute point, but the point is, is once you get to mountain number eight, you start looking at ways that you can leverage your earned money to pay you while you sleep, but also you're sticking back money that uh, you can have for later if you get sick, or you know you have to spend you know a little more or maybe a surprise comes up. So the idea is you want to have assets that are out there doing something for you, not just hiring staff to do the work for you, but have money coming in when you're not doing something. And so right now, you know, I have investments into the stock market. I have investments into some property, um not as much as I'd like, by the way. I, I don't want it to come off like I'm ahead. Uh, you know, I'm behind a lot of people. Maybe I'm ahead of a few people, but if or wherever you're at, I just want to say, this is a key here. One of the big things is, is like I said, I've, I, I have investments in the stock market. I have investments in property, but I also, and, and my favorite investment is building companies and setting companies up that will run without me, both with technology and with staff, uh, and with leaders and people that will lead those companies without me. And so l- now, number eight, when you get there, is you've got to take the money that you're earning in your core gig, and you've got to invest it in places that will make money, whether you show up or not. And so that's the key. And so this is uh, just to be completely upfront with you. This is a rough draft for a book that I'm probably going to be putting together somewhere down the road. But it's it's the key. These are the eight things that I really focus my day on in terms of, you know, how am I going to grow my business? How am I going to Continue to get there, and when somebody asks me, you know, Ben, what is what are the steps that I need to take to really become successful in business? This is what I talk to them about. It's the eight mountains you got to climb. These eight mountains. So, just to recap, mountain number one, becoming a nerd for something in a big way. Okay, put in your ten thousand hours. Mountain number two is learning how to make just a little bit of money with it uh, because you can leverage that experience into helping others, and they'll pay you for it. Mount number three is learning the one thing that actually brings results. So take everything that you've learned in mountain number one and mountain number two and really 80-20 rule. What are the things that make the most money if you put your time into that? And then mountain number four is learning to scale it with a team. And this is saying, okay, well, if I do this one thing, it makes me a lot, but I still got to do sort of these other things. I have to hire people to help me to do it and to build a team. Mountain number five is learning to charge what you're worth, Okay. Understanding that the market is not about typically, you know, a commodity. It's about what your business adds in flavor. You know, there's tons of places to go buy a cake, but there's definitely places that I would pay ten times more for a cake than I would the other places because of what that cake is worth and what it tastes like. And so that's mountain number five. Mountain number six: learning to say no, uh, being able to, to look a good opportunity in the face and say no to it because you want to stay focused on your core thing, and that's big mountain. Number seven is learning to protect yourself and pay yourself, not only getting a good accountant, a good legal team behind you, but understanding how to interact with them because over time, that's the thing. You've got to understand how to keep those people accountable too. And then mount number eight is learning how to leverage your earned money to pay you while you're asleep via assets, not staff. So as I said, this is sort of a, um, I wanted to keep this as short as possible, but I hope this is something that brings a ton of value to your life. So do me a favor. If you uh, loved this podcast, share it with someone. Share it with someone out there that can you know learn from this and that can apply this to their life. I guarantee you one of these eight mountains, you may be in the middle of mountain number four. They may be in the middle of mountain number one. But share this with someone in your life that this can help because this is the key. These are the eight mountains you have to climb to be successful with business or any sort of craft where people are going to exchange money for it. Um, also, jump over to iTunes or... Wherever you listen to podcasts, maybe it's Spotify, maybe it's Google Podcasts, whatever, wherever you may listen to podcasts, leave us a review. Tell us what you thought of this episode. Uh, tell us, you know, kind of, you know, what we could do better. Leave us any kind of feedback. We, we want to hear it. And of course, show notes and all the fun things that come with every single show. You can go to serialprogressseeker.com and you can get extra stuff with each, each episode. You can get a transcription of each episode and uh, we got some other cool stuff on the site that you won't find anywhere else. So, I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have a lot more coming in the future sort of in this line. But with the eight mountains, these are the things. If you'll learn to climb these eight mountains, you can be insanely successful. And this is the focus. This is the key. And it's served me well. It's served a lot of my friends well. And I think it's something that can serve you well. So thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time so much for checking out this episode of the serial progress seeker podcast. If you want to listen to more episodes, learn more about our mission or send us questions or feedback about the show, go to serialprogressseeker.com. You can help the mission by subscribing, reviewing, rating, and commenting wherever you listen to or watch podcasts.